You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, have you ever wondered how I generate thousands of inbound leads per year using LinkedIn? Well, this episode is sponsored by my guide, The Ultimate Guide to Generating Inbound Leads with LinkedIn. This is the definitive guide on how to consistently generate inbound leads using LinkedIn and social selling. So if you want a copy of that guide, just send a text to 44222 with the word L-I guide, all one word, L-I guide to 44222, or you can go to my website at askdennisbrown.com forward slash guide. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Justin Sardi and he specializes in helping entrepreneurs and businesses build audiences, collect leads, and make sales through the use of YouTube and YouTube advertising. He's the founder of the go-to YouTube ad software called TubeSift and has been marketing online since 2011. He's helped thousands of businesses and entrepreneurs increase their revenue with their software and their YouTube ad training courses. So welcome to the show, Justin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. I heard about you on a, a fellow friend of ours, Onyx Sungal's podcast. Shout out to the fighting entrepreneur. Onyx, amazing. You were on there and that's how I heard about you. You did a, a whole webinar and you did this whole deal and you were teaching YouTube ads and it really drew me in. So I wanted to have you on the show for those of people that didn't have the advantage of of listening in on Onyx show. And today, just to give everybody a sense as to what we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a no risk proposition for running ads on YouTube to get more clients. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about, you know, kind of what that no risk proposition is. We're going to talk about how the ads work, targeting. We're even going to give you a little bit of a script on how you can create your own ads. So stay tuned, grab a pen and paper, take some notes. And we'll go from there. So before we dig into that, right, give us a quick background, Justin, because I mean, how did you land on YouTube? How did this whole tube software come to play? Give us a quick background. Yeah, for sure. So I used to do construction. My degree is actually in construction management and college roommate of mine that, you know, I've always kept in contact with. We were talking after I'd graduated, I was working, doing construction, project management, getting yelled out on the phone. I was like, dude, my job sucks. I hate this kind of sucks. I went to school for all this. And he kind of filled me in. He's like, hey, there's this thing called internet marketing. There's this guy, Frank Kern, check him out. So he sent me a few things. I was like, you know what, dude, this is a scam. Because he's like, no, you can make money online from home. I was like, scam. And <laughs> basically, he's like, it's not. There's an upcoming event. Come with me. So I went out to, uh, it was actually Ben Atkins through an event, like way back in 2011, I believe. And it was in Vegas. He brought me out there and I got to meet all these online entrepreneurs. So I was like, okay, maybe my friend's not lying. I'm going to start doing this. So I was like, I'm going to start an online business. And I basically got into the YouTube side of things because I was fascinated by video. I was like, I know this is going to be big. This is up and coming. Like, this is what I want to go into. So and that's I was 10 doing, years ago. I mean, YouTube 10 years ago, that's a totally different animal. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was way easier um, to get <laughs> videos ranked actually. So yeah. ads weren't necessarily a thing. They were, but it was like really different on YouTube back then. Um, they've made some huge improvements to the platform. And before it was like actually a separate login, but you'd have to go to like 
Google AdWords slash video to even run a video ad. But basically, I was getting videos ranked doing affiliate promotions, right? So I was ranking videos on Google and YouTube, making some affiliate sales. And it just wasn't quite getting me enough traffic. So I was doing some niche research one day and I saw an ad on YouTube. And I was like, what is that? You know, because they were kind of new around then. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to look into this. I found out it was a Google ad. They were giving away a $100 coupon. And I was like, all right, don't have anything to lose, right? So I went ahead and I set up one of these ads targeting a keyword that I was trying to rank for. And next thing I knew, I had generated like 130 some thousand dollars in affiliate commissions promoting a high ticket product. And I was like, whoa, this is insane. Nobody's running these ads. I really need to maybe just do this instead of ranking videos. So I started doing that and I was doing affiliate promotions. Like I said, I started taking on some clients, a few things like that. And the way TubeSift came around is you're able to target on what's called placements, right? So you could put your video ad in front of another person's video as long as it's monetized and lets ads be in front of it. Well, back then it was a very manual process because I was going to YouTube. I was typing in a keyword, copying and pasting every single video URL, and it was taking hours. So I ended up hiring VAs to do this. I'm like, here's the keywords. You do this, you put them in a spreadsheet, all just to copy and paste into Google ads. And I was like, you know, there's got to be an easier way. Somebody's got to have a software for this. They didn't. So I teamed up with my developer and I was like, hey, can you make this? And a few months later, he rolled this thing out. He's like, how's this look? That's actually real. It's like way cooler than I thought it was going to be. And that's where TubeSift came from. It was because I was running ads for clients doing this the manual way and wasting hours of time. I was like, this is not what I want to be doing with my time. So we made a software to automate the process. No. So you scratched your own itch. And then at that point you said, Hey, I'm sure there's other people that want this. And so you've created a SaaS product, right? So now you do you have a training course that teaches people how to do YouTube advertising. Yep. And then you have a software that actually helps them do it, right? Which is what you yep. talked about with TubeSift. So, okay, awesome. So you are definitely the YouTube guy. So I'm excited to dive in. So why don't we, why don't we just jump right in? I think, you know, this whole concept of paid advertising is a little scary to people, right? You know, even though you can control your budget, you know, you can't, people are concerned about, you know, getting, you know, all these bot clicks and they're concerned about, you know, how much money they're going to spend and is it going to convert and, you know, the what ifs. They're always what ifing themselves, right? And that holds them back from doing a lot of things, not just paid advertising. So, this riskless proposition, YouTube is really unique in this way. And from what I understand in that, you know, you can really run ads and unless they are seen by the right people, you don't pay for them. So, talk to us a little bit about how that works. Yeah. So, essentially, they're called true view advertisements on YouTube. And there's a couple different types of ads you can run, but the one I want to talk about that's my personal favorite that we've had the most success with and most people run these types of ads. They're called in-stream ads. And so those ads show up before the video you're going to watch, right? We've all seen them. You have to watch it for five seconds and then that skip button pops up. Well, with those ads, you only pay if somebody watches 30 seconds of your video or the whole thing, whichever comes first. So let's say you have a minute long video and somebody watches 29 seconds and they skip. You just got 29 seconds of free branding, free exposure, first of all. And second, if they skip, you don't pay a penny. And so it's not like normal advertising platforms where you're maybe paying per impression, like Facebook, you're paying CPM a lot of times, which is like a cost per thousand impressions. And so when somebody, you know, you set an ad up and whether or not it shows or whether or not anybody clicks or anything, you can make no sales. You can get, you know, people might completely ignore it. You're still going to pay on Facebook. YouTube, you don't, right? So 
you only pay when somebody watches 30 seconds. And we all know what happens when an ad pops up that you don't like. You click skip, that skip, skip, button. Yeah, skip, skip. Exactly. You're like, hurry up, hurry up. I don't want to watch this. You know, we'll talk a little bit more about how to script an ad the right way in a little bit here, but the, how to maximize that. But really one thing to keep in mind is that first five seconds is extremely important and you want to capture people's attention, but you want to capture the right people's attention, right? I've seen a lot of very creative ads that capture everybody's attention and people will watch and they won't really get to the point till after that 30 seconds. Well, they're, you know, that's great. They're getting people to watch them, but they're not getting the right people to watch them because it's just as important to have people skip than it is to have them watch, right? If they're not interested. Hey there, sorry to interrupt this episode in progress, but I have something really cool to share with you and I promise to keep it brief. I've decided to give away $100 this week to one of my growth experts listeners. Yep, that could be you. Here's all you have to do in order to qualify for the giveaway. Take a screenshot of your phone or any device for that matter showing that you're subscribed to my growth experts podcast and then text it to 716-218-8981. Again, that's 716-218-8981. This will get you entered into the contest and a chance to win the $100 just for listening. Number two, for more entries to win, for more chances to win, simply share any episode of My Growth Experts podcast on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or even Twitter, but you have to tag me at Ask Dennis Brown in order for it to count as another entry. The more shares, the more entries. Okay, guys, that's it. For full details on this contest, Go to askdennisbrown.com forward slash contest. Now let's get back to the show. I mean, you want to push away the people that aren't the right audience and you want to attract the people that are simultaneously, right? Right. I mean, I think that's got to be part of the strategy. I mean, you're the expert, but I'm sure we're going to dive into that a little bit more with maybe some targeting that you've talked about and maybe some of the other stuff as far as a script goes. So, all right. So where do we go from here? Now we know what type of ad it is. It's a, it's, what is it? It's a in-stream true view in-stream. Is that what it is? Yep. And there's also uh, video discovery ads. Those show up in the YouTube search and like in the suggested videos. And the way those work is you pay when somebody clicks on them to watch the video. So also a true view ad. Gotcha. All right. Perfect. So now we know how the ad works, right? So tell us a little bit about how do you target the right people? How do you make sure the right people are, you're putting your ad in front of the right people so we don't get a bunch of irrelevant clicks or views or charges or cost? Yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of different ways you can target. Uh, Google's getting a lot better at adding more and more, getting you know very dialed in targeting. However, the two easiest ways to target, I mean, obviously, if you have a retargeting list or an email list you can upload, that's the route. But if you're just getting started and you don't have that, maybe you haven't built those audiences yet, the best way to start is with placement targeting. And that essentially lets you place your ads in front of specific YouTube videos, just like we were talking about a little bit earlier, why I had TubeSift made, right? So let's say you have a product that's whatever. Let's say you're selling like Drano, for example, or like Liquid Plumber. And somebody's on YouTube searching for how to unclog my shower drain, right? Well, they're there to solve a problem at that exact moment. So maybe you have an advertising product that you sell or Maybe you offer advertising services to clients. It's somebody searching for, how do I advertise my business online? How do I run Facebook ads? How do I run YouTube ads? They're also actively searching for a product or service, a solution to their problem, right? So if we can put our ad in front of them at the exact moment they're searching for what we have to offer, we have a very high chance of converting them into a lead and then into a customer, right? So with placement targeting, you can choose the specific videos to put your ad in front of. So when you go to YouTube, you search for whatever, how to run 
ads on Facebook, how to run ads on YouTube. All the videos that pop up are going to be tutorials, right? So you could create an ad that says something like, hey, it, you, know, you don't want to run your own ads. If you're new, you could waste a bunch of money, blah, blah, blah. I'm just kind of winging that, but something along those lines, and we'll get into the script in a few here. But you basically just explain, hey, you don't want to do this yourself. Let us help you. Or, hey, here's a product. Like, you want to learn how to do this? Here's a product that's going to help you. Here's a free training. Here's a lead magnet, whatever it may be. And if you can put your ad in front of other people's videos, then you know, it takes the guesswork out of targeting, right? Because you know that that person is trying to consume content about your topic right then. It's intent traffic. It's not, they might be interested in this. They are 100% interested in this. Yeah, it's very contextual, right? I mean, they're looking for a red ball and you put a red ball in front of them. The odds of them grabbing that red ball is really, really high, right? I mean, you know, just because it's so contextual, it's so relevant, it's so timely, you're teeing it up, right? I mean, you can't tee it up any better. Okay, I love that. Okay, great. And then there's keywords as well. So like somebody searches on YouTube for same thing, like whatever, maybe you have a harness that makes your dog not pull and somebody's searching for, how do I make a dog not pull on a leash, right? You can also have your ad shown based on those keywords. And those would show on any video that they click on. It would show in advance of any video they click on, even though you didn't pick that video. Yeah, it's kind of weird how it works, but yeah, it can be, they've maybe searched for it in the past day or so as well. So it gives you a little bit more of a window in there. You can even target by Google search terms as well. So you can create keyword lists of keywords that people have searched on Google and push those over to YouTube as well. And then, so those, your ad will get inserted in front of the video that they see, even though it may not have been that immediate search, it could be somewhere, some relevancy in the recent past. Cool. So keywords and then placement. Yeah. Those are my two personal favorites. Can you also do placement by like channel or just by video? You can, you can do entire channels. I have found that does not tend to work as well. Okay. Uh, Specific videos because a lot of people, you know, they might have a, a general business channel or like a digital marketing channel. Maybe some of it's about SEO and some of it's about paid traffic, for example just a random example. Right, right, right. So, the, and they're, those yeah. are totally different, right? Yeah. If you're into SEO, you're probably, I mean, you might do both, but odds are, you know, they're like separate things. So I found it's better to advertise on specific videos instead. Got it. Okay, cool. All right. So that's the targeting component. So this is where TubeSift comes in, right? So that's where you go in, your tool goes in and you can identify all these different channels and videos in particular, and then you can upload those videos And then that's how you make sure that your ad's going in front of them. So here's the question for you. You know, the videos have to allow monetizing, right? So that means they have to be, number one, they have to be a YouTube partner, right? They have to be a YouTube partner, which is part of what every channel has to go through in order to get paid for for ads display. And then they have to turn that on. What's the ratio? I mean, do you find that a lot of people are already monetizing their videos? I mean, out of a hundred videos in a niche, let's say, let's take, digital marketing, right? In a hundred videos in digital marketing, how many of those do actually people monetize? Where can you, how many of those do you think you can put your ad in front of? So digital marketing is a little bit different because like, for instance, when I put videos up, I don't monetize them because I'm usually pushing a product or service. And I think a lot of people are like that. So those I'd say maybe like 60 or so percent are monetized. You go into a niche like beauty or like makeup tutorials, they are all monetized. So it depends on the niche. You know, a lot of content creators on YouTube are reliant on that ad money, especially the bigger channels that a lot of people are watching. 
they rely on that ad money, so they're all monetized. Whereas, you know, some people that are maybe just uploading content, using it to push their business, maybe not all monetized there. Yeah, good to know. All right, perfect. All right, so we talked about a little bit of the tracking. Let's talk about the script. How does somebody create a basic YouTube ad that you think will convert? At least get them to first base, right? Where they can create a couple different versions and then at that point, find out which one's converting the best. Help us to frame that a little bit. So essentially what I like to do, the very first thing you have to do is pre-qualify your viewer, right? And this is for in-stream ads. Video discovery ads, those can be whatever because people are clicking on them to watch. In-stream ads are shown in front of videos, right? So I always like to pre-qualify the viewer. So one of my better performing ads for my YouTube ads training, for instance, I was targeting people who were advertising on Facebook already. And I just, you know, Facebook's had increasing ad costs. They've had ad account closures. They've had, you know, you name it, data breaches, whatever. So I capitalized on that. And I basically came in with a pain point and I said, hey, if you're tired of the increasing cost of Facebook ads, constant account closures, your ads getting denied, whatever, listen up because I want to show you how to get your ads converting on YouTube with just a couple of steps, right? So I pre-qualified them in the beginning by saying, hey, if you're tired of the increasing cost of Facebook ads or whatever, they instantly were like, okay, yeah, that it either rings a bell or they're like, no, and they skip it, right? But if they are an advertiser on Facebook, I guarantee they've seen increasing ad costs and I guarantee they've, you know, dealt with some of these other things I hit on. So, you know, we tug those strings right there and they're instantly either hooked or they're not. And if they're not, they skip. If they are, they're like, yeah, I'm going to listen to what this guy has to say. And that was my opening line. And then I just jump in with some, you know, here's what I have to offer. I'm offering you a free training that's going to show you how to get your ads up on YouTube. And here's some proof, you know, we're getting views this cheap, conversions this cheap, whatever. Here's a student testimonial, student testimonial. So we basically pre-qualify, then let them know what we have to offer, right? So we have this free training course that we're going to throw you or whatever it is, you know, lead magnet, you know, free consultation, whatever, right? So pre-qualify the viewer, let them know what you have to offer, tell them to click. So go ahead and click the link on this video now, or there's like a companion banner up in the top right, whatever side I'm on the video, I don't know. You know, there's a companion banner up there, you can click that also. So just tell them, click on the video, and then you get into the benefits, right? So, or, you know, on this call, we're going to show you this, this, this. You're going to learn how to do this without this, whatever it is. You elaborate a little more. And the important thing to note is as far as like ideal video length, a lot, I've heard a lot of people say 30 seconds. That is not the case because remember, you're paying after 30 seconds. So if you just hit the mark where you pay and then just end it, doesn't, you're, you're wasting you know, valuable time really that you've already paid for. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah. So a lot of my ads, you know, I'll make them three, four minutes. Some are two minutes. I mean, there's no ideal length. However, if you can get most of your pre-qualifying across in the first 30 seconds and a little bit of proof maybe, and then you have all that extra time because you, you have all the time in the world, you've already paid for it. Right. So, you know, some, yeah, they don't need- charge you every 30 seconds. They just charge you once at 30 second mark. So why wouldn't you continue to build the relationship to educate them build rapport, build trust, and then, you know, do multiple calls to action like you did. You did a call to action and then you continued to talk and, and give them some education yeah. and then you're probably going to do another call to action or right. maybe multiple so, calls to action. Yeah. So in the middle where you, you know, elaborate on whatever it is you have to offer, why they need it, why it's the best, whatever you need to get across. And then you have another call to action, right? Saying, you know, you're still here. What are you waiting for? Click the link on the video or whatever it may be. And then from there, 
I like to leave some dead space because if you have a really engaging ad and people are like just wanting to know what you're saying or whatever, it's funny maybe, anything like that, if you can leave a little bit of dead time and give them a chance to click, that's a little better than just abruptly ending. Oh, that makes sense because maybe they're debating on should I click, should I click? Or maybe and, they just and, wanted to watch your whole ad. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then I if it that. ends abruptly and then all of a sudden it disappears, they're like, oh shit, where do I go? Yeah. And I mean, I, I'll watch people's ads that I know or that, you know, that I follow just because I'm like, I'm always looking for new ad ideas, trying to, you know, new ad creatives. So I will sit there and watch a whole ad, but I also want to see their landing page. So. Right. Perfect. Okay. All right. So I think that's awesome. So let me ask you this. Do all video, do all ads have to be, you know, camera facing, you know, where it's, you know, I mean, are there different styles? I mean, I've seen different people do almost like slide presentations or desktop screen grabs, you know, things like that. I mean, does it always have to be camera facing? What has been your experience and, and what works and what are some thoughts on that? Yeah. So I've actually tested this a lot and I have a lot of students that just run slideshow ads. I've seen, you know, e-commerce ads that are just some people's hands filming a product, right? And they're talking about it. I don't even know if it's the same person holding it or if they just did a voiceover after, like you'd have no idea. Those tend to work extremely well, especially for e-commerce products. Like I saw one, it was a little solar powered phone charger power bank, right? They ran a ton of ads. They still are. I forget what it's called, like lit maybe. It was, and they had a few different ones. And one of them was like a female's hands, female voiceover. Another one was a male's hands, male voiceover. Same script. And it's just somebody holding it almost like an unboxing product review, right? They're like, oh, I thought this was cool. And this was cool. So that was nobody on the camera. I mean, there's hands on the camera, right? But you can literally get anybody to do that and just be like, was a static angle too. So those work well. I personally do in-person videos just because I'm just what I do. I don't know. It's easier for me, but I combine that with screen recordings. I've actually split tested where it was just me versus, you know, a lot of proof testimonials, results, results, results with me in the tiny little corner. And um, apparently people think that they don't like my ugly mug or something. I don't know. The one with all the results and me all tiny outperformed the one where me just with me just talking, right? It's probably because the results, honestly, they're like, oh, okay, this is way more believable than some random dude being like, I'm going to show you how to whatever, turn a dollar into $8 on YouTube. If I just show actual screenshots of campaigns, things like that, that tends to work extremely well. I don't even have to be on camera that much for it. I like, you know, sort of like we're doing here, a little webcam. It's, it's good to go. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of different things. I've seen whiteboard explainer style videos work extremely well. It just depends, you know, what kind yeah, of different styles. Yeah. I mean, you got to test it. I mean, but my thing is, is I think some people resist the camera facing oh, I used intimidated, to intimidated with what you're doing right now on video. For those that aren't seeing the video, I record this on video and audio. So if you're listening to this on audio, you know, just understand that, you know, some people are adverse to the whole camera facing thing, right? They get real nervous, you know, they can't remember, you know, maybe they need a script to read and they don't want to be looking like they're reading. But there's alternatives. I mean, you said you could do the you could do the demonstration video with the product with just their hands. You could do a screen share. You could do a slideshow. I, I mean, use teleprompters for a lot of my stuff. I'll pre-script it, and I have like a pretty nice teleprompter. It's like a one-way glass, you know, where the camera shoots through it, and I just read off the mirror. Oh, that's uh, very cool. Yeah, it's super cool. So I've used those. But like I said, like you know, you either whatever you want to do works. What I would recommend doing is going to YouTube and looking at the other videos in that niche, because people like to consume content a specific way. 
Like I think part of the reason that e-commerce ad I was talking about works so well is that people on YouTube are used to unboxing videos, right? So they structured their ad like an unboxing video. It fits perfectly into the type of content people in the buying mode of that are already looking for. Love it. Perfect. All right. Well, listen, we talked about the no risk proposition. We talked about how to track or how to target the ads. We talked about a kind of a script. Anything else you want to add? I mean, in particular, anything that you think the audience should know here in a final, maybe a final piece of advice about YouTube. And then I got a couple more questions and we'll wrap it up for today. Sure. You know, we covered a lot of it. It goes a lot deeper. That's just, you know, easiest, lowest hanging fruit as far as getting started. I do know Google offers a hundred dollar coupon. So if you just Google, actually, if you go to youtube.com forward slash ads, you can always find that coupon. I think it's like a free hundred dollars when you spend 25 bucks. Definitely worth trying out. You know, we have a ton of free information at blog.tubesift.com too. So yeah, perfect. All right. And cool. What would be one tool? What's your favorite growth tool or software that you use on a regular basis besides TubeSift? Yeah. I mean, does Google ads count? Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So obviously kind of go hand in hand, but that's, you know, the easiest way that or just, you know, an email service provider. I love building email lists. Gives you a What do you use for email? I use Sendling. Oh, okay. Sendling. Uh, That's Neil Patel. Or that, is that, oh no, that's not um, Neil. That's uh, Noah Kagan's. No, it's. Sendling. Jimmy Jimmy Kim. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I used to use GetResponse. I've used Aweber. I've used a lot of them. I just, you know, Sendlane had amazing customer service and onboarding. So I was like, yeah, sure. That's great. So Onyx actually was like, you got to use this. So perfect. Awesome. And what would be one book, maybe something you've read recently that's helped you or a book that maybe you think would help, you know, the audience along on their journey? A book that I'm currently reading about halfway through it. I thought it's been amazing. It's called Resonate and it's by Nancy Duarte or something like that. It's all about creating presentations. So I do a lot of webinars. It's all about creating presentations that resonate with your audience and how to effectively convey your ideas. She ties a lot into, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I love movies. And she ties a lot into how movies work and why people resonate with movies so well. You know, the whole customer, basically how to walk your customer through that journey that movies do. And I just found that fascinating. So that's been a, a great book. It's I usually listen to audiobooks, but this one's a, uh, a hardcover. It's very illustrated, graphs, all kinds of cool stuff. So Perfect. Sounds like a good one. Well, listen, I'll make sure I put those links in the show notes, but let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about your, you know, your YouTube ad training and TubeSift, your software, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. So, I mean, just TubeSift.com, T-U-B-E-S-I-F-T, TubeSift.com. Um, there's a link up top to the blog. We actually just started pumping out weekly content, like very in-depth, you know, different targeting options, which ones to use, you know, seven tips for effective YouTube advertising. We're really working on pumping out a ton of content there. It's all free. You can actually get my video scripting guide over there as well as a fill in the blank thing for basically what we talked about. Yeah, we have all kinds of other training for free on there. So we're really trying to roll out a ton of free training. Love it. TubeSift.com guys, check it out. Really appreciate you being here, my friend. Awesome. Congrats on all your success. And uh, I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks for having me. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.